Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I am your host, Jason Spears. Beginning today, we are breaking down the All-22 defense for the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, the big stud that we signed this offseason and traded for was DeForest Buckner, one of the best three techs in the league. So this position has been upgraded from what it was in the past. And we also signed Sheldon Day, who was a rotational player for the 49ers last year, played next to Buckner a little bit for the 49ers. We drafted Robert Windsor, a nose tackle out of Penn State. And we got two undrafted free agents who are going to come in and compete on the 90-man roster, Cameron Klein, who's a nose tackle, and Chris Williams, who's a three technique also. So let's get into this. I'll start like Luke did on offense with the with the guys that came in that are undrafted free agents, and that would be Cameron Klein from South Dakota State and Chris Williams. I've heard a lot of really positive things about Cameron Klein. I haven't seen much film of him, but I've heard a lot of people with a lot of positive things to say about him. So I I kept him on this list and also Chris Williams for the same reason. I think there are a lot of guys on our team, especially in this position group that are going going to need to be pushed. Guys like Tyquan Lewis, I think specifically Windsor, the the rookie. I think these guys are all going to push and try to, you know, make this roster and and in, in the process, hopefully improve our skill set and and our play at this position group. So Cameron Klein, Chris Williams are two guys that I think probably are on the outside looking in of making this team, maybe practice squad players, but I do think they're going to push the vet guys and the new guys coming in just like themselves because, you know, they're, they're undrafted and they're trying to make a name for themselves, not only to make this roster, but for people to see them on film other teams can pick them up, obviously, after the cut-down date. And if nobody does, then the Colts can sign them to their practice squad. So those are the first two guys that I wanted to mention. We get into our third string, three-tech, and our third string, nose tackle. And for that, I have Tyquan Lewis and Robert Windsor. Now, Tyquan Lewis can play both defensive end and he can play defensive tackle, the three-tech spot. Now, in his first year, he played pretty well. He did a decent job. He started six games and, you know, I think six of seven or six of eight games in 2018 and and was, was solid. Last year, he started no games. He really didn't do anything, no sacks. Just he was invisible last year. So... In his third, he could play out of po- out of a possible thirty-two games in his two seasons. He's played seventeen, so he's missed fifteen due to injury. That is not good. I think he's going to be pushed. He's going to have to play well to make this roster, either as a defensive tackle, backup three tech, or a defensive end. He does have versatility going for him because he can play both spots, and he was highly thought of coming out of Ohio State. But I got to tell you, the last season was very, very disappointing. And I think he's in the same position that, that Quincy Wilson was in last year. So he's got to show up, show out, and play well to earn a spot on this roster. 
Robert Windsor is a guy the Colts brought in from Penn State who who can play the nose spot. I think he's going to push Grover Stewart, push Sheldon Day. He's very, very fundamentally sound. I think he's one of those guys that, that you really can't ever sleep on because he's a high-effort player. He doesn't take plays off. He plays hard when he's in the game. I think he's probably more of a rotational player at this point. With a, you know, you know, with a long way to go as far as development goes. But I think the Colts saw some things they could work with and improve and hopefully turn him into a viable either NFL backup or, hey, you never know, an NFL starter. But he's got the one-two. He's got the motor. It's somebody to keep an eye on. I'm going to keep an eye on during training camp. Uh, I like the crop of nose tackles that we have because no one's really stood out. So they're all going to be hungry not only to make the team, but also to start. Because the other two guys, Sheldon Day and Grover Stewart, have not I mean, Grover Stewart I think was solid last year, but they you know, they're not proven guys. So you're gonna have these three guys, Windsor and Day and Stewart, fighting for snaps. And I think that's gonna be fun to watch. So those are your third string defensive tackles, Taekwon Lewis and Robert Windsor. Now the second string Contains a guy that I thought was really, really spectacular in 2018 at the three tech, and that's Danico Autry. Nine sacks in 12 games in 2018. Just a great season. I think he was a Pro Bowl alternate. He's, you know, going to back up to Forrest Buckner. I think the Colts are going to try to play him a little bit at the defensive end spot as well. They really like versatility, but they like productive versatility. Autry has proven to be productive, although last year. He fell off too, only three and a half sacks, and he started 14 games. So he had nine sacks in 2018 and 12 games. And in last year, in 2019, he only had three and a half and 14 starts. So that's disappointing, much like Taekwon Lewis took a step back last year. So he's going to have to step up and play well this year in his wherever wherever that may be, with whether that's backing up Buckner at the three-tech spot, which I think he's going to be the main backup there. Or if he has to step out and play defensive end, he can do both. I think the Colts are going to try to get their four best linemen on the field as much as possible. So Autry is a guy that I still like a lot. I think he can still play, obviously. He's not very very old. I think he's in his mid-20s, maybe 26 or something like that. But very talented guy, came in and made an immediate impact in 2018. And I think by having the you know Buckner here, he's going to be able to move around and do different things and help this defense. The second string nose tackle, I'm going to go right now with Sheldon Day only because he's only had two starts in 56 games. So he doesn't have a lot of experience. And in those, you know, in his time playing in the NFL, he hasn't been super productive. But obviously the Colts saw something in him that they thought they could use on this defensive line. And I think he's going to be a very good rotational player for us come start of the season. I think he's going to back up. Grover Stewart, and I think he's going to see a lot of playing time. I think you're going to see him, Stewart, play a lot. I think Windsor's going to get some opportunities. I think the Colts really like Windsor. I think it's it's going to be interesting how they use these guys. So my backups at the nose and the three-tech are Sheldon Day and Danico Autry. I think Autry's going to find a way to get on the field other ways, and that probably will be a defensive end some, as well as three tech, you know, if Buckner needs a blow. So I think the Colts are, are very, I, I like what they have at the three tech spot with Buckner and Autry as a one, two punch, very, very impressive players. And, and so now we get to our starters, the guys that I think are going to start 
obviously no question DeForest Buckner is going to start at the three tech. This is the guy that I think our, our scouts and Chris Ballard wanted from the end of last season to plug into this defense, to take the pressure off our linebackers, but to also press the pocket. Um, this guy is, is unbelievable. I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's a top three, three tech in the league just for, you know, you know, just for stat purposes, last two years, 19 and a half sacks from that three tech spot, 28 and a half in four years. I don't know how many sacks we've gotten over the last four years from that spot, but I guarantee you it's not 28 and a half and certainly not in the last two years getting 19 and a half. He's just, he's a special player. Um, he's always around the ball, knocks a lot of balls down. He's just a really, really good player. He can fight double teams. He can get out of double teams. He allow, he'll allow our linebackers to make more plays, and we already know our linebackers are playmakers as is. Now you throw a guy like Buckner in there, they're going to make even more plays. Our defense is going to be even more impressive. I think this is the guy that turns Eberflus's defense into something special. I've said that from the time that we traded for him and signed him to the extension. I think this is the guy that changes the complete outlook of our defense, our defensive line, our linebackers, our entire team is changed by this player. I think he's that good. He's only going to get better. He's not even in his prime yet. So that's our number one three tech, and he is going to be a day one starter. No question. Cannot wait to see him on the field. And the guy that's going to play next to him is quietly becoming a pretty solid NFL player, and that guy is Grover Stewart. I thought he played much better last year than he had previously. He started 13 of 16 games last year, so he was on the field a lot, got a lot of experience. Another very young player that's just coming into his prime, got three sacks last year, was very good against the run. I think the Colts are in a good spot here. A lot of these guys got experience last year, and that's only going to make them better this year. And then you add a guy like Buckner, like I said, it only makes everybody around him better. And I think this position group, which is one that I was very, very down on based on what I saw at the end of the last year, has greatly improved itself and gone from a weakness on this team to a strength, in my opinion, by adding a all-pro in Buckner, a rotational guy in Day. Stewart got another year of experience. You get Windsor in the draft. So you're, you're looking at, and then you've got Autry. So, I mean, who's who's been an, a Pro Bowl caliber player in this defense in the past. So I think this, this position group has gone from being a weakness to being a strength in about three months. Now, here's the thing. Injuries and, and playing, you know, actually playing the game on the field, that's what matters. So as much as I love what they've done and what I think they can do, you still got to do it on the field. I think they will. I think Buckner having to go against a guy like Quentin Nelson in training camp is going to be great, not only for Buckner, but for Quentin Nelson, because Buckner is a hell of a player. So I think just adding to this defensive tackle group and, and just making the strides that we did by adding the talent and the, and the youth that we did add to this position group has turned this, this position group into a strength, in my opinion. Now the key is to applying what we've seen on film on, for these players in different places we need to see that on film for the Colts, and the only way to do that is to get in, you know, get in games and and play that way on the field because games are not won on the on paper. We all know that, but 
I like what I, I see from this group. I love what Chris Ballard did. They needed to upgrade. They needed to make a big move. They did that. Now it's up to these players to go out there and show out when they get the opportunity. And I absolutely think they will. And I think the leader of the pack will be DeForest Buckner. So that's my wrap-up for the defensive tackle position group. Really like these players. I think we've got six solid guys in there. And I think the undrafted guys will come in and push those other players as well. So it's going to be a fun battle in training camp to see how that how, the, how that all plays out, as always. So it was fun breaking this down. This is just part one of, of the defensive breakdown for the All-22. I will be back in a few days with the defensive ends to round out our defensive line. So I appreciate you guys listening and uh, look forward to Luke picking up the offense tomorrow here on the For the Culture podcast.